All right, if you have your Bibles, would you open up to the book of Romans chapter 8? Romans chapter 8, we're going to read verse 6 to begin this evening. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. We need the mindset that is spiritual. We need the mindset that is set by the Spirit. Romans 8, verse 6, in the Passion Translation, it reads, For the mindset of the flesh is death, but the mindset controlled by the Spirit finds life and peace. The King James Version reads like the New King James Version, For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. That word, minded, what one has in the mind, the thoughts and the purposes. I trust it is your declaration tonight that we desperately need the Spirit to set our minds right. No matter who we are in this place, we desperately need the Spirit to set things straight. Mindsets matter. That is attitude, outlook, approach, belief, conviction. It's the frame of mind. It's the way of thinking. It's the state of mind. I want to ask tonight, when we wake up in the morning and head out for the day, what of our mindset? When we rise each day, in Christ, and head out into the world, into our world, our sphere of influence, the place God has given us, what of our mindset? When it comes to decisions, what of our mindset? And when it comes to all aspects of living and doing life, what of our mindset? The Lord knows full well the tendencies of the human mind, the tendency of the human mind, its proneness to carnality. God knows. The J.B. Phillips New Testament reads, the carnal attitude sees no further than natural things. But the spiritual attitude reaches out after the things of the Spirit. How true that is. Mindsets have eyes. Mindsets control sight. Mindsets control vision. Mindsets set vision. And we have two options, carnal or spiritual. Those are the two options we are given. Now we know how life plays out for the carnally minded, the one whose mindset is of the flesh. I believe the Spirit is asking us tonight, do you see further than natural things? We can ask ourselves the question, do I see further than natural things? Again, for to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. And we must remember that life goes on and the mindset 
that we have, the mindset that we cling to and hold on to and allow into our head day in and day out is shaping our future. It's shaping our days. And so what kind of a mindset are we sowing with? What kind of a mindset are we acting with? What kind of a mindset are we doing life with? We need the mindset that is controlled and set by the Spirit of God. Our attitude towards life matters. I trust we all believe that. Our attitude towards life matters a great deal, and it matters to the Lord. If it's carnal, we can expect the fruit thereof. And if it's spiritual, we can expect the fruit thereof. The mindset that is carnal of the flesh leads to death, and this world is full of proof of this. And the afterlife as well. Romans 8, verses 5 to 8. The carnal attitude sees no further than natural things. But the spiritual attitude reaches out after the things of the Spirit. The former attitude means, bluntly, death. The latter means life and inward peace. And this is only to be expected. For the carnal attitude is inevitably opposed to the purpose of God. And neither can nor will follow his laws for living. Men who hold this attitude cannot possibly please God. Number one tonight, which attitude will you hold to? Those words, for the carnal attitude is inevitably opposed to the purpose of God and can neither nor will follow his laws for living. Men who hold to this attitude cannot possibly please God. That's what the word is saying to us tonight. And here's the truth. Until we do away with the carnal attitude, the carnal mindset, we will not see the purposes of God. We will not know the purposes of God. We will not understand the purposes of God. We will not live the purposes of God. Until we get rid of the carnal mindset, and we have a mindset that is spiritual, that is set by the Spirit concerning all things pertaining to life, until then, we won't see God's purpose. And we won't know it and we won't understand it. And therefore, we won't live it. If the carnal mindset leads to death, why would we hold to it? Again, God knows how desperately we need his help in this area. Because the human mind is prone to carnality. Now, maybe we're here tonight and we don't think that it does lead to death, the mindset that is carnal. But that kind of thinking couldn't be further from the truth. Until we do away with the carnal attitude, mindset, we cannot please God. You see, as the Word says, so plainly states, 
as we've already read tonight, the carnal attitude neither can nor will follow God's laws for living. And if we don't follow his laws for living, we cannot please him. You see, we need his thoughts and his ways to take us higher because they are higher. And so we cry out that our minds will be set by the Spirit. That every day that we wake up, be spiritually minded, not carnally minded. I think this is easier to recognize in our life than we might like to admit. The days that we wake up and we head out carnally minded rather than spiritually minded, the situations we're in, the decisions we're faced with, where our frame of mind or our state of mind is, is carnal. And so we're continually crying out to the Lord to set our minds, to set our minds right. Number two tonight, you are not carnal. Maybe that's hard for you to receive. You are not carnal. Listen to verses 9 to 11. But you are not carnal, but spiritual. If the Spirit of God finds a home within you, you cannot indeed be a Christian at all unless you have something of His Spirit in you. Now, if Christ does live within you, His presence means that your sinful nature is dead. But your spirit becomes alive because of the righteousness he brings with him. I said that our nature is dead in the presence of Christ, and so it is because of its sin. Nevertheless, once the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead lives within you, he will, by that same spirit, bring to your whole being new strength and vitality. We have to get a different mindset. We need a spiritual mindset concerning who we are, concerning life, life on this side of eternity, the work God has called us to, whatever it is, whatever he's called us to put our hand to. We need to rise each morning with the mind of Christ, a mindset that is set by the Spirit. Is the Spirit of God at home within us. If so, we are not carnal. That's what the Word says. The Spirit of God that is in us is trying to get to the mind, trying to completely turn our thinking to spiritual, to save us from a mind of our own. The Spirit is trying to take over. Drive out the carnality. Drive out the carnal mind. That our mindset would be spiritual. I want to say this tonight. We cannot keep the spirit neck down. We have to allow the spirit of God to take over because the mind affects everything we do. The mind affects our body. The mind affects our heart. It affects 
every part of who we are. And so if we don't allow the spirit to take over the mind, we are in trouble. Because time and time again, the carnal mind that we have will influence the body. And so the spirit wants to take over and set our minds right. That we have a spiritual mindset. And therefore, we will please God. We will walk the way He wants us to walk. Again, the Lord knows how desperately we need the Spirit to set our minds. As the Bible says, Romans 12, verse 2, Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your, what? Your mind that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Why do some have such a struggle in proving it? It's because they don't understand it, and so they can't live it. They have a carnal mind. We need to cry out that our mind would be transformed and renewed. I trust you can receive it tonight. You are not carnal. You cannot indeed be a Christian at all unless you have something of His Spirit in you. Would you let the Spirit set your mind? Would you ask the Spirit to come and set your mind that the spiritual would take over? That the Spirit would set your attitude? I wonder what our attitude would look like if the Spirit set our attitude. You see, right there, we could tell, we could take a look at our attitude and we know whether it's coming from a carnal place or it's coming from a spiritual place. Our reactions, whatever it is, but we're talking about mindset, frame of mind, state of mind. My, how different it would be if we would allow the Spirit to set all these things our outlook on life, our approach to life, our belief, our conviction, frame of mind, way of thinking, state of mind. Start confessing it in your life. I am not carnal. And call on the Spirit of God that He would flood your mind like a mighty torrent, driving out every single ounce of carnal thinking. You don't have to think carnally. You can go days without thinking carnally, weeks and months without thinking carnally, but we have to allow the Spirit to take over. You see, if we like our own way of thinking, our own frame of mind better than that which the Spirit would come and bring, then we've made our decision. And we will rise day after day and we will struggle with carnal thinking and a carnal mindset that affects life. It'll affect relationships, It'll affect our work. It'll affect service in the house of God. It'll affect church attendance. It'll affect devotion life, relationship with Jesus Christ. Because we have a carnal mindset rather than a mindset by the Spirit. I believe this is a great protection against the thoughts of the enemy and carnal thinking, carnal thoughts that would even come. 
We have a transformed, a renewed mind. And those thoughts have no place because we have a spiritual mindset. A spiritual mindset will actually help us make different decisions. When we sit down, for instance, in front of the TV, if you have a spiritual mind, we've got a fire. <laughs> oh, we can wait a minute. How many people does it take to turn this off? It's not a joke. <laughs> you can plug your ears if you need to. That's loud. Apparently it's a false alarm. Hallelujah. Well, hopefully someone is taking notes because I lost my frame of mind, all right? <laughs> Let's move on to number three tonight. Reach out. After the things of the Spirit. Reach out after the things of the Spirit. Romans 8, 5. The carnal attitude sees no further than natural things, but the spiritual attitude reaches out after the things of the Spirit. I love that. The spiritual mindset, the spiritual attitude is actually reaching out after the things of the Spirit. That as we do life, because of this spiritual mindset, we are those that are doing just that. Every day, reaching out for the things of the Spirit. What does the carnal attitude do? I would say the carnal attitude reaches out for the things of the world. But God says, do not be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. The Passion Translation, verse 5, those who are motivated by the flesh, hopefully, that's none of us here tonight, only pursue what benefits themselves. So I wonder if we could look at those that only pursue what benefits themselves and just put a stamp on it that uh, they're those that are motivated by the flesh. And it goes on, but those who live by the impulses of the Holy Spirit are motivated to pursue spiritual realities. I just want to encourage us all tonight to reach out and pursue the things of the Spirit and to live each day by the impulses of the Spirit. And this doesn't mean we become...
That's crazy. Anybody else hear that? I don't know. Running on the wall. I've never had this happen. Is it finished? Yeah. <laughs> to live by the impulses of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> That's insane. <clears throat> to live by the... Oh, I got, I got a, another page or two here. To live by the impulses of the Holy Spirit. People that are spiritually minded, minded are motivated to pursue spiritual realities, as I've already said. That means they're actually interested in pursuing spiritual realities. They're driven to pursue spiritual realities. They're inspired and moved and stirred. They're enthused and determined to pursue spiritual realities, doing what pleases God. So if we were to ask tonight, what, what impulses are we living by? The impulses of the Spirit or the impulses of the flesh? Verses 8 to 13 in the Passion Translation. For no matter how hard they try, God finds no pleasure with those who are controlled by the flesh. But when the Spirit of Christ empowers your life, you are not dominated by the flesh but by the Spirit. And if you are not joined to the spirit of the anointed one, that is Jesus, you are not of him. Now Christ lives his life in you. And even though your body may be dead because of the effects of sin, his life-giving spirit imparts life to you because you are fully accepted by God. Yes, God raised Jesus to life. And since God's spirit of resurrection lives in you, he will also raise your dying body to life by the same spirit that breathes life into you. Listen to these words. So then, beloved ones, the flesh has no claims on us at all, and we have no further obligation to live in obedience to it. For when you live controlled by the flesh, you are about to die. But if the life of the Spirit puts to death the corrupt ways of the flesh, we then taste his abundant life. Can we declare tonight that the flesh has no hold on us? Can we start to live like that and think like that? Talk to so many people, and their mindset is that the flesh has a hold on them. The flesh has control of them. They need a new mind because it's affecting the way they live. And they're continually tripping up because they have a carnal mindset. Can we actually see it like this tonight? The flesh has no claims on us at all, and we have no further obligation to live in obedience to it. I want to say to every person here tonight, you have no obligation to live to the flesh, but you have obligation to live to the Spirit. You have obligation to live to God because of what He's done in your life. And so if we wake up and we do life like that, I have no obligation to live to the flesh. We're not going to live out of the flesh. Because we know we have an obligation to please God. This is actually really simple. It's not that hard. It's hard, though, if we have a carnal mind. Because then we don't understand 
the ways of God, and therefore we don't live to please God. You know, a carnal mindset will take us to a dark place. It messes with pure Christianity. It messes with pure discipleship, pure relationship with the Lord. I want to share three quotes with you tonight from great men. Richard Baxter said this, Naturally, men are prone to spin themselves a web of opinions out of their own brain and to have a religion that may be called their own. They are far readier to make themselves a faith than to receive that which God hath formed to their hands, are far readier to receive a doctrine that tends to their carnal commodity or honor or delight than one that tends to self-denial. Watchman Nee, carnal believers are moved easily. On one occasion, they may be extremely excited and happy. On another occasion, very despondent and sad. In the happy moment, they judge the world too small to contain them, and so they soar on wings to the heavens. But in the moment of sadness, they conclude that the world has had enough of them and will be glad to be rid of them. Their lives are susceptible to constant changes, for they are governed by their emotions. A carnal mindset kills stability and steadfastness. Again, watch me knee. Though all Christians possess a regenerated spirit, not all Christians are spiritual. Many are still fleshly. Their carnal mind is still full of wondering thoughts, reasons, and plans. Their emotion runs wild with many carnal interests, desires, and tendencies. And their will formulates many worldly judgments, arguments, and opinions. They are so occupied in following the flesh that they have neither time nor inclination to listen to the voice of intuition. Since the voice of the Spirit is usually very soft, it cannot be heard unless it is listened to attentively with everything else quieted. We now have an obligation to live in obedience to God. I want to encourage us all tonight, let the Spirit put to death the corrupt ways of the flesh and taste, taste his, his abundant life. Just receive that tonight. Let's have the worship team return. You and I need the mindset that is spiritual. You know, the Spirit works in partnership with us. We have to determine to get spiritually minded. This is crucial. We must fill our minds with what the Spirit would allow, that our spiritual mindset doesn't get diseased. And so there's a scripture like this in the Bible because there's an obligation on our part. Philippians 4.8, it says, Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. What are you filling your mind with? What are we filling our minds with day in and day out? And I would say anything that comes to fill my mind with anything carnal, I just need to step away from. Even if it's people.
because I have an obligation to protect a spiritual mindset that it doesn't get diseased. The message says, summing it all up, friends, I'd say you'll do best by filling your minds and meditating on things true, noble, reputable, authentic, compelling, gracious, the best, not the worst, the beautiful, not the ugly, things to praise, not things to curse. Put into practice what you've learned from me, what you've heard and saw and realized. Do that, and God who makes everything work together will work you into his most excellent harmonies. Amen? Let's stand tonight. Just ask the Lord to come. Just take over. Spirit, take over my mind tonight. Each day I would rise with a mindset that is spiritual, not carnal. Just talk to the Lord for a few moments. Ask Him to help you. If you've been struggling with this or you've been waking up with a carnal mindset and you've been doing life, and you see the effects. Or maybe your eyes have been opened tonight as we've taken in the Word of God and you see the effects. You're saying, Lord, I, I trade that carnal mindset for a spiritual mindset. Maybe it's a particular thing in your life. You have a carnal mindset concerning that one area, whatever it might be. Lord, I trade that carnal mindset for a spiritual mindset.